Welcome to 305 Radio. This is Struck. And this is Draymond. Welcome to the show. Today we have special guest and artist, Dissum305. Thank you for having me. Dissum, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. I know that um, I see your work everywhere, throughout the whole city, no matter what part of the city I go to. We're, we're trying, man. We're working out here. <laughs> I mean, shoot, man. You stay busy, bro. Putting in work. I mean, um, tell me some. Tell me a little bit about yourself, being an artist, where you're from, where you're going, where you've been. So um, I'm as Miami as Miami could get. You know, um, I rep the city to the fullest. The city made me, so, you know, it's only right that I, I give back to it. Um, my background, uh, my mother's Colombian. My dad's uh, Italian Panamanian. So uh you got a mix there. Yeah, yeah. Panama. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Panama. I, I got uh Panama Viejo tattooed uh yeah, Panama Viejo tattooed on me, man. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I love Panama Viejo. Panama Viejo's dope, yeah, people man. People that don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean was I, I got like I think in a past life I was a pirate. <laughs> 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 so you yeah, the whole like uh background story of Panama Viejo is how like Morgan came out there, destroyed the whole city, and that's the only tower that's still standing. The church yeah. is the only tower that's still standing. Like uh, it's dope. And for those that don't know, Panama Viejo is just looks like it's it looks like the ruins of a village in a way. And there's a there's like you said, there's a tower. Yeah. There's but I mean old school old school like military. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, that man, that that building, that standing, it's it's kind of like built. I think I don't know if it's coral or what it's built out of. So the whole thing is Captain Morgan. For, man, it's a gangster story. So from, <laughs> from my, my understanding, Captain Morgan went with like a bunch of people, right, to mm -hmm. rob the city, and it was like the like it was made out like just an old ass city. He showed up with like mad pirates, started hitting like the with cannons, destroyed the whole city came in robbed all the gold of the city um and then from what i've heard i don't know if it's an urban legend or whatever you know <laughs> um he they celebrated by getting like super fucked up like he like hooked everybody up with rum like they took the city uh -huh. gave everybody a couple he, of little he, coins he got, you know? <laughs> he got everybody like his whole crew he got them all like trashed you know uh -huh. and then uh with his like real homies like once everybody was like tore up they like left everybody behind in the city and they just dipped with all the gold so oh <laughs> <six. laughs> well, we all had a good time last night <laughs> <laughs> we out <laughs> it was terrible man but it's, it's a dope story captain morgan was like i got this recipe for rum give it to them yeah we're gonna get i don't think plastic. he was too worried about being a good human <laughs> at all no, man. not at all, at all. He, he was okay. he was totally just like who, who we ransacked the city now let's ride out <laughs> yeah yeah let's let's leave every like all the people that helped him like they they left them behind he just left with like his close homies and all the gold no man left so behind, sad. guys. <laughs> <laughs> no one left behind, guys. Terrible. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That is crazy, man. And in <laughs> Panama, um, so art. How'd you get into art? So yeah, like I was saying, man. Like I, I was born into into an art university. My mm -hmm. mother's an artist. She met my father at. Um, so my uncle owns an art university in Panama. Mm -hmm. Um, my mother was attending that school. She ran into my father there. They met there, had me. So I was pretty much born into an art school. Um, okay. And yeah, my family's just filled up with artists. So I've been around art my whole life. Did they impose that on you in any kind of way? Or At did all. you just kind of pick it up because you were surrounded by it? I just I was just gravitated towards it. You know, I've been, if, if anything, it might have been 
my mom's always like uh motivated like creativeness and she mm-hmm. supported anything i like i do or want to do mm-hmm. but once i was getting out of high school it was the opposite she was like i was like oh, i want to study art she was like please don't study art go into graphic <laughs> design like yo the you know irony in that, huh? yeah, she was right? like it's so weird well i mean everybody has a stigma of like the the struggling artist mm-hmm. you know like the and and i wouldn't you know i mean i like i make a living out of art I, you know i do well Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like to me, wealth isn't like a monetary thing is to enjoy what you do, you know? Absolutely. So, and I, I would say I'm the opposite of a struggling artist, you know, like I make a living out of it. I enjoy my life. I know I'm happier than a lot of people that make way more money than I do. I have a better quality of life, you know, gotcha. You're doing of course. It. so of course. chilling. Do yeah. it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so as, as childhood, I was you know drew around painted out like whenever i got to pick my electives it was always art subjects mm-hmm. and around fourth fifth grade i had an older cousin um who did graffiti mm-hmm. and i kind of like looked up to him at the time and uh man once i saw like what they were doing in the street you know the whole like rebellious aspect of it you know like uh-huh. vandalism <laughs> vandalism i like it <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent I'm not like motivating anybody to go and do it. You know what I'm saying? But yo, disclaimer: this is not. Don't try this at home. Don't try this at home, guys. Yeah. Um, try it in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. My mom. You know how like kids always like write on on the walls is like like when they're yeah. little. Yeah. And I've always heard of like people like telling like getting mad at the kids or whatever. The first time I wrote on a wall in my house, I must have been like one or two years old. My mom was like super proud. She was like, "Oh, my son's an artist." Like, <laughs> and all he did was like scribble on yeah. the wall. So that who knows, man? Maybe that like in my subconscious that motivated me to keep going with the writing on walls. My mom loved it. I'm gonna keep writing yeah, the walls. Yeah, yeah. Mom, this is all your fault. Yeah. Nah, you know, and she was super supportive, man. Like, like once I started like doing graffiti, like mm-hmm. she would take me to like buy paint and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once I started getting in like trouble for it. She was like, no, nah, you can't, like, I wasn't, for a long time, I wasn't allowed to have, like, spray paint in the house or none of that, so I'd have to, like, hide it in, like, girlfriend's houses and, like, you oh, know, no. like, keep the paint, but, yeah. So, you have accomplices. <laughs> yeah, you want to disclose those names now? Or? Yeah, no, no, we're, not, we're not bringing over. The door busts open. <laughs> Graffiti police. <laughs> That's dope, man. So, where did the name Dissum come from? So, my younger years, I was a little, like, I would say arrogant, and uh, he was dissing him, man. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so my my first time, I ain't was, having it. My, my first time was disco. Um, okay. So I, you know, I started painting with disco. Like oh, I started painting with disco, doing kind of like just a lot of like street work. Uh-huh. Um, and then I realized that like you know through the internet and a little bit of research, there's like a couple of, like older like old school guys that had the same tag. Mm-hmm. So I had respect for them, like, and also because like I outgrew the name, I like started looking for other tags that i liked mm-hmm. um in my younger years i would do some like some graffiti we got like stupid rules you know like where um you could go over certain things with like certain things you know so like if you have a tag you could go over it with a throw up you got a throw up you go over that like with with a piece mm-hmm. so but me if and not it's disrespectful technically it's not you know it's it's by the rules but let's let's get technical here like how do we not how do you get away with these rules without being consequences consequences, that all depends on who you break the rules with you know so you just gotta know who you playing with. yeah yeah so in my younger years i was i was like i said man i was kind of arrogant a bit of like a high head so uh i was going over certain people but by the rules 
you know so okay. like i was going over like a lot of like older guys and i got called out in a, on it a couple of times and i was just like well yo like i'm way younger than you guys y'all made the rules i'm following your rules you know like if, if you don't want to get gone over do something nicer on the spot it's arrogant as fuck you know um so then the dissum came you know because you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of like dissing them but like and I, it was also a, a, like i like the the way that like letters fit together you know okay so that's where that came from so it, it was more of a visual aesthetic as well as uh dissing them kind of yeah yeah <laughs> it we're not nice. dissing nobody no more man we're <laughs> trying to move right so, so you're not you're not like low-key having these rivalries no nah, i don't got no I've, I've learned in life that like to progress like if you let anything bother you or or move you in a negative direction it just segues you from like moving forward you know so like if you have you any kind of like dispute or things that like don't move you forward they're just taking you away from moving forward so man i don't i don't care for problems i don't deal with negativity like i just move forward man i'm with you i yeah. agree 100 percent. 100 percent. even though that. you move forward let's right. go back a little bit and talk about your past projects and just your beginnings in art and what really got you on the scene here in miami oh the scene i would say graffiti like mm-hmm. you know i like I, um, I like to think that I have like I'm a balanced writer, as like okay. you know, writers like we call like graffiti guys that do graffiti are like writers. Mm-hmm. So I take pride in that and just like being balanced. So I put in a lot of like street work, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I was younger. But I was trying to like I was I also painted murals, the pieces, like you know, characters. Like I tried to be well rounded in the game. To me, that's that's important. Like like i don't have to be the best at anything as long as i'm like well-rounded got it um so yeah that's to, what put me on i think was was graffiti the amount of like we did a lot of like wild shit illegally you know <laughs> <laughs> like um and then uh but at the same time while we were doing like wild shit illegally we we're putting some like nice walls together mm-hmm. um do you remember what your first professional commissioned piece was First professional commission piece. I honestly don't remember. Wow, I don't that's remember. That's a good problem to have. Imagine yeah. being that busy. You're like, bro, they're all melting together. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. No, because I've been painting for a long time. So uh, mm-hmm. as far as like a commission piece, it could have been like it didn't necessarily have to be a wall. It could have been like a canvas or something. Mm-hmm. Got it. So uh, I don't. No clue. First would it Would piece. it be fair to say that every commission piece kept you motivated? No, the motivation is not the money. Okay. Like money doesn't motivate. You got me. Um, if money motivated, like I told you, a lot of like the project, like I paint for fun. Like mm-hmm. I just, you know, and that's part of like what I was talking about, like wealth. You know, like like I do what I love. So like, mo- uh, money's not the motivation. Money's not the driving factor. Mm-hmm. Money's uh is a, is a beautiful thing that comes along with what I enjoy. <laughs> you know, it's one of so, the perks. Yeah. That's good, yeah. man. That's good. And so, if you go throughout the city from Wynwood to different parts, we'll run into a dissing piece. So of those pieces, what was the most, the the one piece that got the ball rolling for you with these murals? In the sense of the bigger commission pieces. I would say the, the UD, uh, not the UD, no, the, the D. Wade piece. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did, the, that was in Little Havana. Shout out to my dog, Primo. He, he pretty much gave me like just full creative freedom and I remember the day he got uh that D Wade I had been wanting to do like a D Wade tribute mm-hmm. and the day that he got announced he like he was he got traded back to Miami from Cleveland mm-hmm. 
um, I had already spoke to, spoken to him about painting the wall. And we went, watched the game, and, like, right after his first game out here, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go start that wall. And that one kind of got, like, the ball rolling with, with I think, like, bigger projects and that kind of stuff. Yeah, That was a dope piece. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. And I know that you've done more work in, with D-Wade as a focus. Like, you recently had a painting you were doing a, a code on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was a commissioned piece by by his people. He had a he had a book release, man. My memory sucks, and my ADD ness mm -hmm. has been <laughs> all over the place. So uh, he had a book release last year, and I believe it was in October, and they commissioned me to like do a live painting thing. Mm -hmm. I don't really like doing like the live painting. It's weird, man. It's like even like, like that pressure of people like watching. No, it's just it, I, I take my time, so it's like how how quick can I execute like like and I have high standards to my work like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be able to start and finish a piece while like I have all these people around me and like it, like I said earlier I don't like attention so it's yeah. I guess weird you know even like in Winwood now like it was shout out to everybody that does like the the mural tours or whatever but like sometimes I feel like I'm an animal in a safari like you know like oh, yo man, you're there yeah. painting and like People are like driving by in little cars, <laughs> taking pictures of you and shit. You it's got like, someone like, oh, here's Dissum. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yo, what, what am I? Am I supposed to turn around and like wave? Like, what do you do, bro? You know, don't, don't throw drink. food at him. Don't throw food at him, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, don't feed the animals. Like, yo, it's, it's mad weird. But and and it's appreciated because these are people that are like bringing it, like, and I hate using the word exposure, but they're bringing attention to like our work, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's dope. But again, like, I don't like attention, so like, it's it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah. So when they commissioned me to do this D Wade piece, um, it was like they wanted me to do a live painting and I was like, Look, like, there's no way I'm gonna execute something for D Wade that like is gonna be that dope in that short time period. So I'll like I'll bring something presentable already, I'll work on it while we're there. And then um but I wanna give him something dope. So like let me take my time with it after and then like that's what that where that piece came from. It was really dope. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. That was actually a collaboration with my oh, with my mother. So me and my mother worked on that piece together. Wow. wow. That's yeah. special. That, that is, is really special, man. And I know that Wade paid, you know, he he posted, he was like, Yo, this guy's talented, bro. Yeah, and yeah. that's appreciated, man, because, like, again, like, mad admira uh, admiration towards him, man, as a professional, as a man, you know what I'm saying? All Absolutely. Like, a lot of people thought that, like, when I painted that, it was about, uh, about like, painting an athlete, you know? Like, just, like, oh, it's D-Wade, like, Wade County, whatever. Like, it, it wasn't about that, man. It was about, like, again, like, the struggle that guy's been through, like, what he's done for the city, like, you know, mm -hmm. what he does for, like, charity, the work he's put in, like, How he is know? with his family, I mean, Absolutely. everything. And even, like... I don't. I don't think he was ever the highest paid athlete for the Heat. Uh, like again, like don't like. I might be wrong on that statement. Well, no, they he did. They they all took a pay cut to get LeBron out here. Right. Exactly. You know, so money is definitely not his his, his motivation motive. the same way. So you know that's that's part of like why that piece was done, man. Because like you don't like. And I tell my homeboys all the time, like, I don't care to be, like, no star player and that shit. Like, I'm I'm down to, like, be a, a supportive role in, like, anybody's thing. Because, like, I don't care for shine. I just care for progress. You feel me? Like, so. Absolutely, man. That's, that. I mean, and sticking to the heat, right? Tell me about the Udonis Haslam piece. <laughs> George loves that one. Yo, I love <laughs> that, man. No, and, you know, and and as we go through this interview, um, I know you, you, you're going to end up mentioning you, like I said before, because we just did the 101.1 FM interview with Dissum, right. which is li a live interview on the radio with Dreamoff. <laughs> and 
you know, we, we were able to cut out there and bring it in and start doing our podcast. So, I mean, that story is really dope. Tell us again about it, man. So when that, that was, uh, like I said, like money's not the motive and I, I do this shit for fun, man. Like I, I really enjoy what I do. So that project wasn't like a commission piece. That was just me wanting to like do it to pay mm-hmm. homage to someone that, that yo, same, same as D-Wade has put in work. But the, the difference with him is that he's Miami made, you know, like he, he's from the city, like lives in the city, been about the city. Um, so I just wanted to to pay respects to to Haslam. Um, man, that was a crazy piece. So it started during I started that shit right before the pandemic. I'm still like mad self conscious with the cursing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Real radio will do that. Too. Trying to like filter <laughs> myself, man. So no, you're good. You're good. I, I started that piece right before the the pandemic, mm-hmm. and uh, when I started it, I think like a and a day or two into it. Um, we had like that everything got shut down, you know, and I was like, like the whole like isolation or what's, what's the word? Uh, um, isolation. Not yeah, isolation. Yeah, yeah. It was the quarantine thing. Quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Quarantine. Yeah. Man. We already so, forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, we buried in Miami. We, we what did we do with quarantine, bro? Everyone was still outside. We're in quarantine. <laughs> we were indoors for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it was, it was a bit. We, we were away for a bit. Yeah. But, um. So one of the days that I went back to paint it, like cops ran up on me. They were like, you can't be out here. And I was like, what? Like, I'm like, I'm by myself at a wall. And they were like, no, you can't. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I put that on hold, you know? And again, like everybody's freaking out over COVID. Like we didn't know what that was, what was gonna happen, you know, it was weird. So I took a little bit of time off while we were quarantining, came back to it. Like as soon as they like opened back up, I went and started the piece, bro. And I started going through like crazy pains while like, and like man, like I have a really high pain tolerance. Like I fall asleep getting tattooed. Like I've broken bones, wow. and like like I'm like, oh no, it's just like sprained or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. And like I write it out, and then I'm like, damn, I fucking have a broken bone. <laughs> <laughs> so I started feeling these crazy like back like back pains, like weird pains, and whatever. I like I wrote it out, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad would like show up, and I'd be like laying down on the floor, like I'd be like, yo, what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, I'm just resting. My like back hurts. Whatever, I don't know what's going on. Um, and he was like, yo, like, you never complain about shit. Like, well, you should, let's, let's go to the doctor. And I was like, whatever this is, like, I know it's, it's I'm going to be out for a little bit, you know, out of commission. Cause I knew it was like, it was bad shit. Um, so I was like, I'd rather finish the piece once it's done. I'll, I'll go whatever. Mm-hmm. So I finished the piece, bro. Battled through like the bullshit. And, uh, following, I think the same day, like after finished, I was like, oh fuck, let's go to the ER. Um, and they ended up diagnosing me with like cancer, so uh, you know I had like they had to get the I had like lymphatic cancer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as I finished that piece, which was crazy, it was like blood, sweat, and tears. Um, yeah. With the UD thing and kind of like paying homage to like you know the struggle that you got to go through to like kind of succeed and you know not like not success isn't pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. I ended up going through like my own battle. You know, I went through like three rounds of chemo like yo man fucked up art imitates life it, it, it was uh the beautiful thing with that that no it wasn't a beautiful thing but i try to like bring the positive yeah. out of like every negative thing is that it happened during the pandemic so like and uh, yo like it's not like you uh, had anywhere to go you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. and like yo like straight up like you know like i'm not a materialistic person or that but like i'm a vain motherfucker dog so like yeah. i didn't want people to like see me with no hair like none of that shit you know so like the the cool thing about it was that since everybody was away, 
like it wasn't like anybody saw me or anybody was missed because everybody was like just you pretty dealt much with it away. it was more of a, a personal a, you, you dealt with it in a personal manner where it, you didn't have to worry about so i didn't tell nobody i went through that shit like yeah. I, I spoke about it after because i just felt like like when i was going through my shit i was like damn i don't know who to talk to about this you know so when i spoke about it it was like yo maybe there's other people going through this shit and like maybe they could kind of like relate and see that i got out of it or whatever but while, while i was going through it i didn't talk to nobody about that like i was me by myself my family dealt with it and that was it the other dope shit is like i said yo like i'm vain as fuck which sucks but whatever <laughs> <laughs> the, what was cool is that like we, we had to like wear masks during a pandemic mm-hmm. so like as soon as bros it was weird because as soon as like i got you know thank god like you know i like beat the thing um i ended up getting a phone call the same like week for a project and and it was like a good check you know and mm-hmm. i hadn't worked in like in a few like probably, i was probably out of commission for like six months mm-hmm. um i was like fuck it let's go do this shit, you know mm-hmm. so i went i did the project and like i said since we were going through the pandemic like i was able to wear a mask so like nobody saw me without a beard you know what i'm saying like yo like i was able to like push it off till my beard grew back like it worked out yo that's i have to commend you for that though because i know that that's something super personal to go through and and something that you've battled and you've been one of the lucky people to actually overcome that but i think that that also puts a lot of things in perspective not just for yourself personally and for your family members but also through your art um, like you said, I think that that provides a lot of hope for other people because during that time, maybe you felt sort of alone and you were isolated, but there's so many people in the world going through that right now, um, that it's great to hear a story of triumph, you know? Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that with us sure. and with our audience. Yeah. That especially that's such a personal thing, man. So c- kudos to you for getting through it and, and not being able to shout talk to about the doctors, bro. <laughs> like you go know to what I'm saying, like fucking, and, and my family, like. It's fucking it's not easy yeah it's just sucked but but fuck it yo we here man and uh, you know what what bugs me out about that is that you're painting you you choose it, during our other interview you were talking about how you choose images for you don't choose just any image for right. your work you know you choose something that means something and the image you chose for you donis was like a playoff version playoff fi- the finals yeah. Udonis Haslam which is giving it your all you know he's sweating like you said it's all about details in your work yeah. too right right so to be able to just say that man you're you're painting someone at their peak struggle right to be able to get through it because winning's not not pretty right like you said being a champion is not a pretty thing but you know then you go through it and you came across you came across everything you dealt with it it's it's commendable man so i'm glad i'm glad you're here with us thank you brother likewise definitely glad you're here with us thank you you know <laughs> um tell us about the other pieces man like you have um you have a pitbull piece a trade daddy piece uh Khaled piece a manolo piece soon oh, as struck and dre's piece <laughs> <laughs> we, we can get it we can do it we can do it <laughs> So how how to let's start backwards. Yo, the Manolo piece, I fuck with that one. Man. That was bugged <laughs> out. Plus, that one was cool as fuck, man. <laughs> that was bugged yeah, out. Cool. Like, so how you know what was the inspiration for all these? Uh, Were they all commissioned? So, was it just you having fun yeah. with it? The Manolo piece was was commissioned, but it wasn't. So that's the shit, man. Like like I said, bro, I'm, I'm blessed to be in a position where like I have a lot of freedom in what I do, and like money's mm-hmm. not the motive. You get me? Mm-hmm. So like. A lot of projects I like I get like 
I'm, I'm blessed to be able to pick and choose what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So with the Manolo piece, it was just like, yo, we want you to like do this well. We have this budget. You can do whatever you want. Not bullshit. That one, he was like, I want to do uh, some Scarface shit. Like, let's do Tony Montana. And I was like, dog, like, fucking Al Pacino. <laughs> Al, Al, Al Pacino's dope, man, but he's not from Miami, bro. Fuck that. Let's, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's do Manolo, bro. Like, he's from Miami, you yeah. know? And he was like, Fuck it, do whatever you want, you know? I was like, all right, let's run with it. And then, like, that's how that one came across. Manolito. You know? Manolo. <laughs> not just that. Yo, that homie's mad cool, dog. Like, him and, and like, his his homie, Angelo, those are, like, great people, bro. Like That is dope. I mean, I saw cool. it. I was like, no way. That's Manolo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's bugged out, man. That's really bugged out. What about the other pieces? And, and um, those style, like, you have that style, man. Like, you have your dissing behind everything. Right. It's, I, I just I dig it, man. So Thank you. you know when you choose these people, how how did how did this go down? How did these murals happen? So so it's kind of like retract to what you mentioned about like the distance behind everything. Uh, and I I don't know if this is something that like graffiti guys struggle with or whatever, but I struggled with it as like you know like I have like a fine art background and I do graffiti too, mm-hmm. and it's like a weird like circle because like my like like i said bro i put in like a decent amount of street work like mm-hmm. illegal shit um way way back in the days you know statue of limitations all <laughs> not that anymore shit. guys good, <laughs> statue of limitations statue no, of limitations good on that. so um like the homies that were putting in the street were like no nah, no nah, bro you're like with your your artsy bullshit you know and like <laughs> and then like my like fine art homies were like oh you're with your vandal bullshit you know like y'all oh, stuck somewhere God, in the middle yeah. and like and i wanted like yo the ultimate goal is to do what you want to do for a living you know like mm-hmm. so i started trying to like i i wanted to have a career in art but like i also wanted to do street shit you know or keep your street credibility <laughs> huh <laughs> you've been working on it this long yeah, it wasn't it's not fuck the credibility it's just the fun you got me like yo yeah. like it was therapeutic bro like yo you, you're going through some bullshit like like and again like like the pretty work like yo it takes a toll on you to be at a wall for like hours and like mm-hmm. days in the sun and the miami heat bro like it's it's yeah. fucking work sometimes you just want to go like fuck shit up and like you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was therapeutic man um so i started like i felt like i was divided into two different people like i, I would sign like my fine art shit with like my real name you know like mm-hmm. i mean my like government name or mm-hmm. whatever you know and then like my my street shit was my street shit like the graffiti you know it was mm-hmm. the diss one. and i just felt like like i had two identities bro it was fucking weird yeah and I was like, fuck that. Like, if these two things coexist with me, like, why can't they coexist with each other, you know? So mm-hmm. that's when I started doing, like, like the like what I paint in the background is that pattern. Like, mm-hmm. that's what, like, if you know about graffiti, it's a throw-up. Throw yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what, like, my throw-up, which is, like, what I did on the street. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, you know? Like, my, like, writer homies don't like this fucking, like, artsy shit and, like, mm-hmm. the, and vice versa. But too bad they're gonna get it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, "Fuck it, bro. We're making these two things coexist on like walls." You got me, and like yeah. people are gonna have to learn to like appreciate both things together or not, or fucking hate it all, bro. Like el que just... no te trague que se ahogue, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know so I was like, "Fuck it," like, and that's why I started doing the backgrounds like that, uh-huh. and like, I mean, it was it was also like, like. A conscious thing where like i was like on some like branding shit bro you, you gotta like that's what graffiti is bro graffiti gra- yo you got a team with like dope writers together bro they're the illest marketing team ever Absolutely. you can go what i'm saying wherever 
whenever, yes. however. So and it's gonna make you look. Yeah, yeah, and you gotta look like you can't look away from the shit. Exactly. Like when we were doing street shit, like that was the shit. Like yo, we're like we're we're doing spots where you can't look away. Like there's no other way for you to look. You get mm-hmm. me? Like we gotta paint billboards. We're fucking painting billboards. We gotta paint green signs. We're painting green signs. We're painting whatever the fuck gets your attention. You know where is safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so like that the whole like throw up shit was also like a. Like in the background, it was like a, a marketing thing, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Where it was like, yo, like you're just gonna see so much of it that it's gonna be imprinted in your brain. You're gonna and know who that yeah. is if you don't, even yeah. if you don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and and little by little, like I've like, like that's not all I do, you know. So I've tried to like like evolve that into other things, you know, mm-hmm. like the the flamingo mural I got out here. Okay, which is dope. Yes, you, with the chains. Where the, can people find that, by the way? Oh, that's uh. I don't know the exact address, but the name of the place is called Survival. Survival Miami. It's the downtown location. Okay. It's not a... It's, it's, not, a, it's a clothing store. Like okay. I was going to say, you walk in and you're scarred. You have to survive to get out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, yeah. That, so, and that, that one was a dope one, too, because I got full creative freedom on that one. But if, if you look at that one, like, that one doesn't have, like, my throw-ups in the background. But that mm-hmm. has, like, tags all over it. Like, like just, like, graffiti tags, yeah. you know? Um, and it's the same shit. Like, yo, these two things coexist, bro. And you might think that a tag is uglier or whatever, but there's like mad style that goes into that. And the people that like know how to do it, like there's an art style to it. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. We're painting street shit with pretty shit and it all coexists. And, and it's going to work. It, it, we'll no, make great. it work. I mean, I've seen you on, I think it's on like 27th Ave. There's like a smoke shop or like a food stop or something there. Primo smoke shop. You have yeah, that. You then you have, you know, on A Street and like 20-something, another smoke shop with another mural that's what, there That's as where well. the wait is. That's where the, so the wait and the Kimani are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another one. Like, it's funny, I met like one of the Marley's uh, at Two Nice, uh, Two Nice's studio. Okay. That I was telling you I went to like, to paint it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met one of the Marley's there and he was like, uh, Two Nice was like, yo, this one did a, a portrait of Kimani. He was like, oh, can I see it? And he was like, well, like, what made he do that? I was like, bro, they asked me for a, a Bob Marley portrait. Um, I was a commissioned Bob Marley portrait, and I was like, like I said, I try to stay away from shit. Fuck that came like, from Miami. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what it was. It was like, yo, like Listen, you know, like from Miami. B- back to the Al Pacino <laughs> shit. Like, yo, why are we gonna paint Al Pacino and Manolo's from Miami? Why are we gonna paint Bob Marley? Everybody paints Bob Marley, and I love Bob Marley. Like, I respect to Bob mm-hmm. Marley. But Kimani's from Miami, so right. fuck mm-hmm. it, let's do Kimani. You got me, like, yeah, it's like I love it. <laughs> That's 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 so yeah that's that's the Kimani <laughs> one. Then we got the Gloria on on A Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was super dope. That one was very yeah, impactful, I like that one. especially Thank for you. anybody from my era. That's what we grew up on, you know. Yeah. So. And why'd you choose that picture? You were telling us earlier that it's all about details. Yeah. So like a lot of portrait artists, I've realized they like. I mean, it's weird because like, and th- I was telling somebody this shit the other day that like certain things you try to like keep to yourself because you're like yo i don't want to like i don't want everybody to jump on the train you mm-hmm. got me yeah but then it's like yo if you're like if you're secure with what you're doing you're going to keep evolving and it's cool to put the information out there because other people could like you know what i'm saying like pick up from it, it so fuck it you know um a lot of portrait artists like i don't consider myself a portrait artist like i paint portraits but i do all sorts of shit <clears throat> mm-hmm. they uh they go on Google, they find the most like common fucking image, you know, and like everybody paints the Bob Marley, the Marilyn Monroe, the fucking Elvis, the Tupac, the Biggie. It's like yeah. all the same shit. Like I stay, I stay away from that, you know, like I do research, like I, yo, like I, I go to the library, go through books. I try to find fucking like 
dope references that like really aren't out there like that mm-hmm. give me an exclusive you have an idea what you're gonna be painting next uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me tell just me just jumped over everything <laughs> like let, let, let's let's ra- let's do the glo- <laughs> the, the glory story we run glory, into that. after glory so, after glory so, <laughs> so the with the, the Gloria and Emilio first mm-hmm. I got commissioned to paint like a Gloria okay um and the homie just Walter her, from, just, yeah just Gloria it was definitely. from a K Cole Foundation and in, in uh Cayocho, they try to like promote the arts or whatever mm-hmm. so they hit me up they were like yo I want you to do a Gloria and I was like bro like there's no way I'm gonna do Gloria without Emilio you got what I'm saying there like, is no I, Gloria I, without like, Emilio you know? I was like yo Sorry, I got Gloria. like <laughs> 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 so I was like oh, I gotta do Emilio too and they were like yo do whatever you want bro we just as long as Gloria's there like what I was like nice. dope so I started like doing research and man when I found that picture again like I don't like to paint people at their like pinnacle I like to paint people like images that are relatable that'll inspire or whatever mm-hmm. um so I, I looked for like a real young picture like the old Miami sound machine days and I found that one and I my bad um I thought I um I thought it was a dope picture, man. Just to like that one, it had like that heavy Miami vibe, you know, or like, yo, they just look mad Miami and shit. <laughs> and then um, I saw like Emilio's shirt kind of like wrinkled, you know, and like you could tell like that was on their way up. It wasn't like at the pinnacle of their careers. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's inspiring because, you know, when people see success, they always see like, like the top of it, you know, like, fuck that, bro. Like, Lips they don't think glamour, there's a, don't yeah, the, the work, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, like we, you know, so to me, like that shit's inspiring. So like, I ran with that image and like like I told you earlier in the, the radio thing mm-hmm. like like people were like yo but why is this suit so wrinkly and I was like yo cause that's that's what makes it bro like you didn't have a guy to come iron out his little wrinkles on his shirt while they were doing the shoot like no was, assistance yeah no. like <laughs> you he, know? Probably, he probably showed up with that shit in his car like you know what I'm saying like did and, the yeah. shoot and like uh, no that's how it went no time to stop no time to stop yeah. keep going yeah so that that was a dope one like that. and yo and Emilio and Gloria were fucking like cool as fuck too man like yeah. That's right, because you got to meet them and everything. Yeah, and, like, it, it was, you know, it was weird that, like, like, I'm a shy person, so, like, certain, like, I don't, you know, I hate cameras, I hate microphones, make me mad nervous. <laughs> it's oh, <no>. weird. <laughs> you're doing fine, you're doing fine. Hey, you, um, we got my, we've been, we've been putting mics in your face. Okay? <laughs> it's so weird, because, like, my, I don't know why microphones make me more nervous than, like, cameras. It's fucking weird. But whatever. So, <laughs> we, and like I said, bro, like, you got to, like, deal with, with the shit that you, that you know everybody comes along that it. comes along with the shit you know like i don't have a boss so i gotta deal with microphones fuck it you, you know go. like it's all good <laughs> it's part of work mm-hmm. um and and not to say that i'm not enjoying this is fucking dope i'm having a great time work, you know what i mean but i'm just saying like microphones make me nervous um so then where, where was i was got to bring you we're talking about Gloria. oh so when i got to meet them you know, they were like super cool i felt like i like met like una tia y un tío bro they were like mad like embracing oh, cool nice. as fuck. like you know they were great fucking people man it was, it was dope you know Good. a lot of times you meet people like that and they're very like oh let's take a picture like whatever you know like that wasn't the case at all they were mm-hmm. just like very embracing very like appreciative and interested in what you were doing in that, your yeah, story. yeah. They, were, it, they were cool as fuck man like, it wasn't just a photo op yeah yeah and i like i don't even i don't like pictures bro it's not uncomfortable <laughs> to me bro like you know i took a picture with them just for like the like i didn't even ask for the picture it was like my homeboy that was like yo can i take a picture like like because yeah, yeah. you know and we took a picture together I posted that shit like on my Instagram because I was hyped. I was like, "Damn, oh, it's dope," you know. Like, "Oh, so yeah. Gloria," and uh, and I took that shit down maybe like three like three no. weeks later. Like, I didn't delete it. Like, you know how you are. Yeah, you just took it down. Yeah, I took it down because like 
yeah, I don't know, pictures are weird, bro. And back bueno, to like, because you're going to take a picture before you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm very big on like, like, I think you grow through discomfort, you yeah, know, you do. So I, I put myself in uncomfortable positions to like, like to grow, work through it, you yeah. know? So like, like I did a radio show. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. It's like, yo, we building, you know what I'm saying? We moving forward. We moving forward, yeah. bro. <laughs> like yesterday, yo, it was hilarious. Like the, uh, the other day I got a message from a homie, Derek G. Uh, shout, shout out, out Derek. Derek. Yeah, shout out Derek G. <laughs> yeah. That's the homie, man. He's fucking great people. So he was like, "Yo, this some you ever have you ever modeled?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Yo, I got a gig, dog. Like, would you be down?" I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." You got me? Like, I don't got shit to do. So yeah. yesterday, fucking like, I did a photo shoot with him. Super fucking algorithm. Like, you ever seen like um, Talladega Nights when they yeah. like interview Ricky Bobby? He's like, "I don't know what to do with my hands." Like, oh, that's how I felt, bro. I was like, "Yo, what do I do?" He's like, "Yo, shut up, bro." Like, if I don't tell you nothing, you're doing it right. I was like, "All right, fuck it," you know. Derek's dope, man. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. He's magic man. with that camera. Yeah. yeah, he sent me a picture. Yeah, that was like, damn, dog, I look like a model. What the fuck? <laughs> so I do model. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just put myself in like uncomfortable positions to fucking to like like. Yo, anything that makes you uncomfortable is a fucking limit. You're sitting on your that like you're limiting yourself. I think we yeah. limit ourselves the most. So fuck it, like put yourself in out in uncomfortable positions to fucking outgrow this shit. That's the way to do it, man. Think you know, shoot. Every time we interview someone, they they're not really too comfortable <laughs> with the camera. <laughs> with the camera, they're like they're like, bro, really? I got I got like, this thing's recording me, <laughs> especially with the radio. So uh, we definitely get it, and it, I'm glad I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's the truth. Put yourself in an uncomfortable position to be able to grow out of it right. or go through it, you know? Yeah. Um, so back to what Drea said. Had asked, you got any, what, <laughs> what are you working on next that, that no one knows about? Man, I don't know that no one knows about. I want to say some weird, like it's weird, bro, because like, it's, it's, I have like, Again, like I consider myself a creative, like all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like weird fucking music in my head that I'm like, yo, like I don't know how to like make music or nothing, you know. And we spoke about it earlier yeah. too. So I don't know how to play any instruments or none of that shit. But like certain things just make sense in my brain. Do you rap? No, nah, hell no, 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 no. That's but, a, the last thing I would want to be as a rapper. <laughs> um, you don't want to. Try to rapper. No, never. Drop, I would never drop a do few that. bars. My Don't. name's Dissum. You know, and and that's crazy to me because <laughs> I, I see rappers and I, and everybody's like everybody wants to be a rapper and I'm like oh, like you don't yo, be a you, you're on a stage in front of all these fucking people like like why are you doing it, that yeah bro like, nah. <laughs> oh do that shit that's a nightmare um, yo, especially the first thing you said when you got here you were like yo I'm an introvert like <laughs> I ain't trying to. Are you trying to get in front of people's cameras and shit? Yeah, yeah like it's. I, I wouldn't consider myself an introvert. I think I'm pretty social, mm-hmm. but uh, but I just don't, just don't like, like the limelight. Y- yeah, like like I could do without the attention. Like, but yeah. I, I'm a social person. I just like like if I'm in a social setting, bro. I like people. We can have like a conversation, but just standing like in front of people, like all the attention on me, like that's yeah. just weird. You know what I mean? It's not. You're not. You're not. You're not in the spotlight. Yeah, you're not the spotlight person. Yeah, I would. I would hate to be a public speaker. So I'll, I'll probably fucking <laughs> do that shit at some point to make myself uncomfortable. Um, Yo, you never know. (laughs) You could use this podcast as a reference. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, um, doing a musical project, which like I don't, I don't know when the fuck that shit's gonna like 
materialize like mm-hmm. i've already started working on it but it's more like on my side it would be more like creative directing mm-hmm. um where i'm working with like a few producers a few like uh artists you know and like i'm just trying to like coming make... out with them diss some tracks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> diss tracks left and right no no it's all love no no dissing start picking start start being like this guy that writes this and that you're next <laughs> so yeah it's, that's a product that that's like on the low that fuck it exclusive okay. <laughs> there you go now that we're talking about special projects uh we we kind of touched on it off the air um but on on your on your instagram you post a lot of well you've been not a lot but you post glimpses of like digital projects you're getting involved in and we were talking about you know virtual reality we're talking about uh ar and just these different realities in general right. tell me a little bit about that so again during the pandemic i did a project man like it was uh i do like you know the throw-ups i do like mm-hmm. the little on the clouds yeah um i started flipping those and turning them into like characters you know so like i did a hello kitty one i did like a slimer like just mm-hmm. like childhood shit like a lot of my work is very like serious you know and mm-hmm. i just wanted to do like Something fun, fun shit yeah like lighthearted. um so when i did that whole series man i was like really digging them and i was like fuck it so i'm gonna paint these like in different spots mm-hmm. um and then i started like i i rarely like do like that the digital shit you know mm-hmm. So, but that project started, like, usually it'll start on paper and then I go to digital. Like, it started backwards. Like, I went digital mm-hmm. and then I went to, like, you know, to mm-hmm. towards the, like, physical. Got it. Um, and then um, I that got me thinking, like, about, like, the whole, like, three, like, virtual thing, you mm-hmm. know? So, I hooked up with his homie Charles. He does, uh like, 3D scanning and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got him to, like, every single one of those that I painted, I would get him to, like, go to the location and, like, 3D scan the things. Nice. Um, and the whole thing behind that is that, like, you know, we post these pictures and, like, you're like, all right, cool. It's fucking weird, bro, because, like, like most things got viewed through, like, a small screen now. Like, most mm-hmm. people don't walk up to the things. So it's the same shit if I fucking, like, paint on a paper or I paint on a fucking 20-foot building you know or people it's the same size people still see it the same size it's, it's fucking weird so you so what i started thinking was like what's dope to me i'm very private with my canvas work like my like i like i sit at home i don't like people around me like quiet oh not mm-hmm. quiet i turn on the tv because like i'm well, it's your own fuck. space yeah you're, you're focused in your own space right. for it and with murals is completely different like i i enjoy the interaction with people i like you know you're outside i'm outside right? yeah and all that shit like change like it it uh has an impact or an influence of what I'm painting. Like, yo, I've had people mm-hmm. pass by and they were like, "Oh, you should add this shit on it." And like, they say it fucking around, and then I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna add that shit on it." <laughs> 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 or like, you get like, you it's it's funny. You get the same stupid jokes all the time and say, like, "Hey, like, can I help you?" And I'm like, "Fuck it, come help me." Like, go paint, bro. And like, people like don't think you're gonna tell them you can, and they like yeah. they they don't know what to do with oh. spray can. And I'm like, yeah. do whatever the fuck you want, like do it, you know. I'm gonna buff you out after anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and, and and it's like they people can't like as far as like my art, like it's weird with my like canvas shit. I'm very like yo, don't touch it. Like that's my shit. Like I'm very, but I think with murals, like graffiti allowed me to like be very detached from it like shit is very temporary with like graffiti you know mm-hmm. like yeah you just put it there and if mm-hmm. it rides it rides yeah and like I, I might paint and again like what i was saying earlier with this some shit like i was painting really cool shit illegally no nah, i mean to my standards not to sound arrogant yeah. but like i like where spots where like people would fucking like do like an, like 
some shit without filling it in. I would go mm-hmm. and do some shit like all out filled in three colors, you know. Mm-hmm. Even on like on the fucking highway shit, like you know, people go up there like do like quick shit. Like I would fucking sit up there filling the whole thing like oh my God. fucking three Top four that. colors. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, bro. Like it was just like fuck, you know. On some like yo, we going, we going all out. Just pick a chrome and go. <laughs> nah, nah, we, were, we were doing like pink blends or fucking like black outlines to out like you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. we're getting into it inside trims outside trims it was like yo we're, we're out here um yo you serious that's a that's dangerous though bro <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to do it normal street shit but you in the highway bubble I'll, I'll show you one. some shit after after the interview yeah. i'll show you some Please. shit <laughs> But it was like like you you learn to detach yourself from it because you know it's temporary. Mm-hmm. So with with the murals, it was like it, it was very like I'm not so attached to it. So like I don't mind people like having their input and it's fun to me. You know like mm-hmm. fuck it, oh you want to go do some shit. I remember as a kid like one of the first times I painted it was a homie that was like this homie um, the oil he like he was it he was like i wanted to paint my cousin like want me to fucking paint because i was a fucking kid like running around i remember like exactly how it happened mm-hmm. he was like yo here he's a can dog right on whatever the fuck you want you got me and like and I, i'm sure i fucked somebody's shit up but uh you know it like, felt good damn it. it it was cool man like it was um so yeah like th- just him like letting me like write on some shit you know like maybe like when people come by and they're like mm-hmm. i'm like here bro like do, do whatever you want on it fuck it you know maybe that'll inspire somebody to go like grow and do some other shit you know and yeah fuck it it's, so you took so you took that experience of the actual live and being there and doing things oh my bad i said with like a motherfucker there my bad no no no, <laughs> no it's cool no it's cool you you curse your life away <laughs> no no i said like i segued from the conversation oh the no initial. no yeah no you're right yeah, no no but bad. i thought you were bringing it back that's yeah. why i just just triggered because it all makes sense right? right and that experience um going back to the whole digital thing mm-hmm. um being there it, like you said you're when you're doing canvas canvas work you're private right when you're doing mural work you're up in the air you yeah. you know public it doesn't matter hey come in join me right but right. now you're adding another element now with engagement. this digital that's, element and and that's what i wanted people to feel with this whole 3d scanning thing like i wanted people mm-hmm. to like feel immersed into like what where i'm at when i'm painting the things because that's it's not it's not just a flat like two mm-hmm. dimensional thing like yo, there's sounds there's noises there's conversations mm-hmm. there's shit that like that that's in the space so I was trying to like unite all these like different realms of reality, you know, like mm-hmm. two dimensional paper, uh, the the three that like I'm also doing like three D things of it, you know, like three dimensional things, and then you got the virtual aspects, so where you yeah. could be immersed. Um, part of that project too is I don't know if you've seen it, like it it's like a video game, like like retro kind of thing. So the same the same yeah. like little character throw ups, uh-huh. uh. I linked up with with another artist and we like we made them um, like video games, like like the images look like they're video games. You yeah, got me. And then uh, and then I linked up my with my other dog with with Lazaro Casanova. I don't know if you guys you guys know Laz Lazaro yeah. Casanova, fucking amazing musician. You, know, you, you guys should link up with him. He's fucking dope. Right. Um, I linked up with him and he's doing like the audio th- to it. So oh. it's it's like it's, it's a pretty like. I wouldn't say complex because again like the initial part of it is very like lighthearted, you know like but uh there's a lot of details. there's a lot of like details collaborations like different aspects of it mm-hmm. so i want the whole shit to be like 
I'm working towards doing like a show for it, like a solo show. Mm-hmm. And I want it to all be like like this experience where you like you you walk through different realms of reality. You know I mean, like you got to experience different shit, but it's all the same. Like it's um, it's your work. Just it's just like your own patch, your own uh, your own ecosystem in a, in a way, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope, man. Like Thank this you. world. Thank you. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. With that being said, what else does the future hold for Dism? What are your plans for the near future? Well, I mean, those two plans, you know, like that one, the musical mm-hmm. thing, um, just working more, having a good time doing it, you know, and and hopefully just like giving back to people, you know. You know, as an artist, we have, you know, 2022 is a really crazy year, right? Um there was a lot of this NFT world that popped off, you right. know, talking about digital. Is that something you dove into? Or will be diving into? Yeah, so part of the of that project too is is to to like explore the NFT realm of it, mm-hmm. you know. Um I know currently like it's probably a bad time to do anything with that cuz it's on the low side of things, you know. But that might be but the reason why it's probably the best time to mm-hmm. do it, right? It's possible, yeah. You I mean, but I mean? it's def- it's definitely something as part of that of that project that we're, we're I'm going to explore that that whole thing. But so I haven't done anything as of yet. But it's not something you're going to exclude. You're definitely you'll jump in at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, 100%. Cuz that man, can you imagine just NFT dism NFTs right. floating yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like slaps, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're working, man. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. Um, let me see. What else what else are you into, bro? What else is going on? Man, I'm into Disney. all sorts of shit, man. I mean, like so I think we've spoken about all sorts of shit right now, from the art to like fucking modeling. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Merchandise, no. clothes. It's, it's yeah. funny because you say the modeling and then you say Derry G. I'm like, man, what are you, a, a Drake double? Oh, <laughs> terrible dog. It's so uncomfortable. Yo, that's, that's the worst. Yo, like, you know, and like, shout out to Khaled too, bro. But like, lately, like, so I'll, I'll, the the uh, the Drake shit's been going on for like a long ass time, yeah. bro. Like, like, and not for nothing, I've I've had fucking a beard and a hair like the same haircut since I was like, I've had a beard for a long time. So I was like 15. So fucking, I've been around way before Drake. <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? You know, that, like, and I was happy because like I had my beard. I was happy because I had my beard. So like you know, I was still got the Drake comments here and there, but I was like, yeah. when that motherfucker grew his beard out, I was like, oh fuck, Damn man, it. like what the <laughs> fuck, bro, you know? So Khaled told you something about being looking like Drake? No, nah, no. Nah. So like, I've been mad self conscious lately because I've gotten uh, like, yo, like, you from time to time you get the yo, you know who you look like, and I'm always expecting like a Drake shit. Like a couple of times I've been like, like recently they're like, yo, you know who you look like? I'm like who cat like. Look like Khaled, and I'm like, oh fuck! Like, you know, like, no, I look fuck? like Drake. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, y'all fucked me up, man. The fuck? Shout out to Khaled, man. Nothing against him, but like, yo, like, let me just look like me, bro. Really? Like, shit, man. <laughs> but you know, there was uh, a. <laughs> That's hysterical. There's there's that guy that really he he's made his he his brand is being the fake Drake. I see that shit. Some fun. dude. That same dude put out a diss song to Drake. <laughs> bro, what are you doing? And Drake ruined his life, bro. Yeah, Drake he sent like him. A, Drake either. sent him a cease and desist <laughs> order because it. he was he was building his brand off of him. I seen it. I seen it. That's I don't know, man. I think bro. that's kind of cheesy, bro. Like no disrespect to that guy. You know what I'm saying? Get it how you get it. 
but how are you gonna like build your identity like how 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 do you feel self-secure being another man you got what i'm saying like, exactly like you just you build enough someone else yeah you know what i mean it's, it's just um, awkward, a little super weird. awkward yeah. <laughs> Tism, you've been dropping so many gems and uh such wholehearted advice but is there anything that you would like to add to anybody that's listening not necessarily an artist but mm-hmm. anybody out there whether it be professional or personal um i think one thing that like i'm I'm strong on is is remaining productive you know um mm-hmm. being persistent and consistent you know like mm-hmm. i think if if you're persistent you're consistent and and i mean part of that is determined mm-hmm. like yo you got you got the keys to success bro like you know you fucking back to like what we're talking about the 100 pieces like mm-hmm. if, you, if you do 100 pieces and like 10 suck well like that's cool it's 10 percent. you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's the same if you do 10 and one sucks but like that one is gonna affect you so much fucking more because the quantity of work is so small you know so like don't you can't be afraid of failing like i don't believe in failure like failure is fucking lessons you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like i've done fucking like mad things and some of them pop some don't you know Mm -hmm. and i've had people tell me like close homies be like Oh, you're an idiot for doing this shit. Like, why would you like do this, whatever? Mm-hmm. And if I let that shit affect me, like, you're not gonna do it. I wouldn't have done it. But if had I not done it, like, maybe it did suck and it didn't go nowhere. You got me? But at least I learned the lesson for like the next thing to like. All right, well now I know next time I, I can't go about things this way or that yeah. way. Like, mm-hmm. just move forward. And you did it. At least you did it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, right. you knocked it out. Right. Someone else didn't like it. That's yeah. their problem. <laughs> no, and even if you like, yo, I've done shit like. I, I don't know if you knew I did a, pa- a mural festival in Panama. Did yep. you know about I've that? I've seen it on your on your on your page. Yeah, so so me and my homeboy Drops did this, bro. We we organized a mural festival in Panama. It was uh oh you organized we it. organized we just it. part of it. Nah, we put that shit together from every aspect, from like marketing, designing, lo- logistics, getting the paint out there, getting sponsorships. We did the whole fuck, which was like. It's kind of stupid. Like we didn't have a team to do this, you know. Yeah, but it's, we, it was pretty dope. That you it did was that. fucking amazing. Like you know, it's probably like one of my like biggest. I, I that was a huge accomplishment for for me. It, like to be able to like a city that like gave me so much. Go back, you know. Like my parents met out there, mm-hmm. so to be able to like, go back there and through art, so. through art, yeah, yeah. 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 To you know, and, and my uncle has an art university out there, so to like be able to like go out there, and. uh on my own, you know what I'm saying, with, like, my homeboy, be able to, like, bring in, we we had a total, I think, of 30 artists mm-hmm. uh, from, like, all over the world. And shout out to, like, all the homies that went out. Like, the people that went out there, like, mm-hmm. fucking SK, Musa. I'm just, now I'm just shouting people out because, yo, shout out to <laughs> them. Well, like, we're getting it. to that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, SK, Musa, Henrik, uh, the Modestos guys from Costa Rica, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Hoax. Like, bro, we had so many people come from all sorts of like parts of the world mm-hmm. you know that they they came out and like gave back to the city you know through like through what we put together like it was a we did 30 murals in a week like 30 yeah. big fucking murals in a week and we're like all sorts of like bro like i'm a i i'm a pretty polite person and i like it's really hard to like put me in a to get me out of character uh, like it's really difficult to get me out of character like i rarely raise my voice like i don't like i'm a very chill person and when i started going to like these government meetings because it like we did it in panama like mm-hmm. was oh, it panama? You, you been, so so yeah you would have been talking to a lot we, of people we, um 
Yeah, so no, yeah, not Panama Viejo and Casco Viejo. You know Casco Viejo? No, Casco Viejo is like the old uh city. Um that was built by like Spaniards or whatever. I mean, most of that shit was built by yeah. Spaniards. Um so a lot of the buildings are historic, like uh they're like national patrimony because they're they're old. Mm-hmm. Um so we had to get permits from the city to like be able Even to be paint, on the premises or anything else. to to paint the buildings like certain buildings and like you know and bring these like uh these lifts we had to bring these big ass lifts through like small like roads or whatever and when we started out they were giving us a hard time man and like like bro like like when i started going to these meetings and like government shit like like i'm not like i enjoy wearing suits and ties but that's not my shit you know like mm-hmm. and i really so i was going to like these like uh, city hall like things you know like trust well like sit down with like uh, uh, government officials or whatever you know again super uncomfortable for me I don't like public speaking and mm-hmm. shit you know um, and I was being super polite and whatever you know at these offices at first towards the end of it bro I was walking into these offices like ripping off the tie but, but nah <laughs> fuck that like cause we were already painting and they were still giving us a hard time as far as like doing the murals you know like they weren't like like one of the murals, we didn't get the permit till like halfway through the week, and this artist had just flown in mm-hmm. to like it, it, shout out to to Aho Aho Snus Glue. Oh, yeah. Um, so he it was that's like that was a good homie of mine, and he went out there and he had one of the like the largest walls out there. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to give us permission for him to like do it. Like they were giving us a really hard time, and they were like making us jump through like loopholes and shit. So it wasn't to. He he had been there like three days, couldn't paint shit. Like you know, I had done everything the city wanted, mm-hmm. and halfway through it, like, like I went to the office to try to like get the thing. At this point, like, the, and like when I say that we did everything for that festival, I mean we did fucking everything. Like from bringing lunch to people, bringing ladders, like Damn. fucking did everything. Um, halfway through the week, I'm like painting, running around, like because I was painting too. Which is stupid. Like I don't know why I committed to a mural <laughs> while I'm doing all this shit. You live and you learn, right? Yeah, like, lesson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo. So, um, I was walking into like the government office, bro. At like mm-hmm. in shorts and a tank top, sweaty as fuck. Like, like straight up, like cursing people out, bro. Like, like how am I here from another country? You got what I'm saying? Like, you guys are supposed to be the like like promoting culture and all. Like you're the like the office, the governmental office of culture, and. You guys aren't get, like helping me out, so I like bro. And my homeboy drops his. He was with me, and he like it's really hard to get me out of character. Mm-hmm. And and he's usually like the louder, more like vocal, bro. And I walked into the office, and I was like, "Yo, you people are fucking incompetent as fuck." Like like if you if I've been coming here for fucking months, and you ask me for this and that and that, like how come every time I show up, you ask me for some other shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And Bro, it wasn't until I did that shit that day. They were like, "Oh, sorry." Like, here's the paper, which was another lesson. Like, sometimes, okay. yo, sometimes <laughs> you gotta be aggressive. Yeah, sometimes you gotta be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, but that that was like a project, man. That like, fucking, bro. I like, I lost friends through that shit. Like, you know, like Damn. through like. If you lost any friends, they weren't your friends to begin with. So it's possible, yeah. It's you know, up. like, um, I, yeah, I lost friends through that shit. Like, I think the majority, of, like, I, don't, I got mad white hairs. You don't see them because I got a little fade <laughs> and shit. Yo, oh, I own a barbershop too. So anybody wants an ill fade, Southside Barbershop. There sorry, quick plug. No, plug it. Southside Barbershop. Southside Barbershop. Before we get into that, before we get into that, did 
was a was this festival a success? Was it able, was, able so to knock that out? From from an outside perspective, it was, and, and even now, like in retrospect, it was a hundred percent successful. Like yo, we made a huge impact in that. Like um, we did it. Uh, like I said, we did it in Santana, and uh, which is in Casco Viejo, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a, it was kind of like a forgotten zone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was probably one of the most dangerous areas in Miami at the time, like. Panama. Uh, and one of the most in Panama could be pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? No, the fact you said Miami. Oh yeah, yeah Panama, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was called Santana, mm-hmm. and it was crazy because we didn't realize where we were, and it was just me and my dog Rymex. Shout out to Rymex too. He was out there, and and Drups at first, and we we're walking around because some of the walls we had gotten like they, they didn't like end up giving us permission, so like some of them fell through, whatever. Um, we ended up walking through the hood, and we walked into like this area, bro. Hood is fucked, like. Hood, 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 like you know, like you, people out here watch like movies and they're like, oh, the hood in the U.S. is bad. Like, no, nah. like that ain't shit, bro. Yeah, it's so, it's the hoods outside of the United States are a problem. Yo, it was, it was bad. And what was dope is that when you know you walk through these areas, like one, you have no business in there. Like there, you you literally have no fucking business in there. So people look at you like, especially what are you even like, doing here? and like, oh, we look Miami as fuck. Like you're not from there, you know. So when we walked in, like they were like, oh, "What's up? What y'all? What y'all trying?" We didn't realize it was like one of the mo- like heaviest gang activity areas, like in in the country. Mm-hmm. Bro, the gangsters did more for us than the fucking government did. Like, here. yo, they looked, they took care of us, they looked out for us like crazy. Like, they they got kids to take care of us, where they were like, um, "Yo, anything they need, whatever, whatever." Like, you guys go run and get it. Like, so one of the kids, uh, his name was Abel. He ended up fucking helping us out like crazy. Like. He was there with us the whole time, like from morning till night, like trying to help paint, like trying to do whatever the fuck we needed through the art university. We we're able to get him like a scholarship to fucking wow. like, go That's study. So you know what I'm saying? That's amazing. So that yeah, shit yeah. was uh, so that whole experience was a fucking success. Absolutely. But um, but the fucking like, bro, the 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 work that like it took, like, yo, was. Internally, it, it felt sound, like a fucking failure. You got me? Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like it was easy at all, bro. Especially yeah, was, with if you have to go into the consulate and be like, dissing everybody. Dissing has struck. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dissing that, is yo, dissing everybody. That, at that like, it, like it got me out of character. That's just not normal for me, you know. Yeah. But again, like it was a lesson learned from the beginning to the end. Now I know, like, and we're planning on doing like following that up. Mm-hmm. Um. But not, not like we learned the lessons from the first one. You get what I'm saying? The second one will yeah. be way smoother. Um, but that, that was a fucking crazy project that felt difficult. It felt like a failure initially. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But and I've never called that like I don't I far from considering that a failure. But it was it was a huge lesson. You know? Shoot. And and uh, bro, when we finished that shit, a lot of the homies were like. Fuck. Wah, wah. Like, oh fuck! I just said my real name. <laughs> <laughs> that shit out. <laughs> just block out those. So, um, that that was a uh, one that felt like a, uh, it felt bad, and a lot of the homies were like, you know, not not upset. Like a lot of, like I said, you know, I lost some friendships because of that. But in retrospect, everybody has like, you know, they were like, yo, that it was a dope experience. It was dope. Like, we're we're thankful for the opportunity and like, and fuck that. Like what we did in the community, like I said, when we walked in there, like, like there, it felt like, like there was no like neighborhood pride. Like there was like gang pride, you know, but like, mm-hmm. no, like, like, like I said, you walked through there. It was like, the fuck are you doing here? Like, we, yeah. you got no business here. Like, 
Um, and it went from that to like, as soon as we started painting those murals, like when Ryan started painting the first mural, he did a Duran. Oh, wow. The kids started, like there was like a little, it was like a cement thing. It looked like there was a house there at some point mm-hmm. and it got knocked down. So it was like- this Just like, like a foundation almost? Yeah, like a foundation. There was trash all over it. Like it just looked like shit. As soon as Ryan started painting, the kids themselves started picking up the whole thing, bro. Wow. Like they, they they ended up turning that little area into like a little like park area, you know? And it created such like neighborhood like pride that mm-hmm. like they were welcoming people. When you walk through there now, like nobody's like, What are you yeah, doing like, here? Come to my hood. They, I yeah, know why you're like, here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, yo, that was that's part of like the beautiful thing about that project. Like that that was probably like one of the dopest things like I think I've accomplished, which felt like a fucking failure from the gut, you know? Like Man. It, it didn't feel like a failure. I knew it was successful, but internally it was like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, how is this tough. even coming yeah. together? Yeah, 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't fight off your own demons. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's it's great that that's an amazing impact that you made over there. Especially Thank you, man. those of y'all that never been to a, to a hood outside of the United States. The hoods ain't playing, bro. At all, at all. And they don't, you know, they don't care where you're from. <laughs> at all, bro. The the only thing they're worried about is what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so you mentioned you own a barbershop, right? Yeah. Plug it in, bro. So, <laughs> yo, um, yo, it's mad weird because I don't think I've ever plugged that shit in, but now I'm like, oh, we gotta do Plug that shit. Do it, do it. So, yo, Southside Barbershop in the Grove is, you know, is okay. fucking amazing haircuts. You'll never see me with a fucked up haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's where it's at. That's Shout out up. to all the guys that are out there too. So, it does. Is there an Instagram for Southside Barbershop? Southside Barbershop. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. At Southside South Barbershop. Barbershop. Yeah. It's Coconut Grove, yeah. South Florida. Yep. So those of you in Miami, you already know. Yep, yep. Now, um, Dissum, where do we where do we find you, sir? Uh Dissum three oh five. D I S E M three oh five. I got right. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, even though I don't dance. <laughs> 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 and yeah, that's pretty much it. Do you think um do you think the future of graph in Miami especially with our Basel and all these things has, do you think graph stays normal or does it, does it keep evolving or go commercial, go pop? I mean, it, I think it's, it's always evolving. Art is always evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll, it'll keep evolving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we go back graffiti. It was like hieroglyphics, you know, people have been writing on walls for fucking ever. Like it's, um, something that does bother me is that like when we were painting murals, like nobody, and this is me on some, like, like I hate to be the angry artist, but we uh, talked about it. We're the angry artist. <laughs> you have a safe space to bed now. <laughs> yeah, no morning thoughts and shit. Yeah, right. So, no, nah, no, nah, it's not. It's not about being like an angry artist. It's just uh, when we started like painting these murals back in the days. Like, you know what? In, initially, when we did that at the Margulies warehouse, like with Aho and like mm-hmm. all the guys and like SSK or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out SSK. Yeah. yeah. So when when we did that, um, the city had such a problem with us painting this big ass mural off of I ninety five that they started uh, finding uh, uh, Margulies, uh, the owner of the building, daily for having the mural up. What? So he would get like a five hundred dollar fine a day. He took that shit to court, and when he took it to court. Uh, he ended up. He said it was part. So the, if you guys haven't been in the Margulies warehouse, it's a beautiful fucking collection. I believe it's the largest con- private contemporary art collection like in the in the world. I might be wrong, but I know it's fucking beautiful in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we had no idea what we were painting either. Like, you know what I'm saying? We were, we were cool with his kid, like, with his mm-hmm. son. Shout mm-hmm. out to, to that homie, too. And he was like, yo, I got a wall. You guys want to paint? Whatever. And when, yo, we're young as fuck. Like, I was a crazy undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we finished that project, we had no idea what the building was inside. We had no idea, like, where it was. Mr. Margulies ended up going to court with against the city and mm-hmm. is saying that that was part of his, like, contemporary art collection. And he ended up winning the case. What? So if you if you drive down ninety five, yeah, you'll see the only spot that has trees planted on it is right across from that spot, because they were so like at afraid of like the the stigma that graffiti had that it made it look like it was a fucked up barrier or whatever you know no that way. since they couldn't buff it they covered it with fucking trees. trees. So if you drive down I ninety five, that's the only spot that's got trees in front of it. Um, that is messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. that is hella messed up. Um, so we went through these like struggles. You know what I'm saying? Like as like writers and like, and I I'm pretty sure that thanks to that mural is why like all the the rest of the murals in all of Winwood like you know what I'm saying? Like they mm-hmm. won that case, bro. So the city's not they're not stupid. They're gonna not gonna keep fighting like you know. And now uh, Winwood's fucking filled up with graffiti. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, part of what sucks about it, and this is to the angry artist shit, is that most people back in those days didn't give a fuck about painting murals like they were they would hate on it mm-hmm. now there's this whole boom of like artists which shout out to every artist that's that's getting it you know like yo produce do whatever you want but um but it sucks to see the a lot of like the people that started doing this shit being overlooked by by corporations by uh by uh, the, the owners mm-hmm. and and the people that are getting the jobs are like artists that never gave a fuck about that shit and it's, it might be i think a big part of it is because as graffiti like writers we fucking kind of like hide away from shit you know and like people don't want that attention mm-hmm. but it's like those those are the fucking pioneers of this shit and i'm not talking about me i'm talking about guys like way behind me that have been putting on work for the city and like you know what i'm saying been painting winwood and all that shit okay. um i think that those people gotta like be acknowledged you know and like they need a spotlight on them because if it wasn't for them, like all this fucking like pretty windwood yeah. shit, like it wouldn't it wouldn't be happening. And and it bothers me to see like uh, so that's part of one part that bothers me. <laughs> Se- second part that bothers me is uh um a lot of like these the artists that are painting these murals talking down on like the graffiti shit. You got what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's like, that doesn't make sense. It's like yo, like I've seen lately. I've seen this trend of like guys that have never done graffiti or none of that shit like write that like their post graffiti ism like how the fuck are you post graffiti ism if you weren't graffiti in the, in the first place and like how the fuck are you like like, like yeah it's, it's not it's what not about being a, you can't put yourself in that box you can't put yourself in that realm if if you haven't paid homage it. to it right and you no, and, and you can't say you advanced something without being about that something you know and exactly. like what the fuck is post graffiti? Like, I, there's whatever is fucking huge artist. That's the first time I've heard that, that term. term yeah. Post graffiti ism. Yeah. What are you talking about? And, bro? and there's there's there's, <laughs> there's a lot of artists that I do respect that that work with that movement. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that have been doing it since like the '80s and like whatever. Like, they're that graffiti artists, right? right? Yeah, graffiti artists that that kind of evolved into like post graffitiism or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's. The, the problem I have is that it's, it's become like a trend to be like, yo, I'm post-graffitiism. Like, I don't I don't understand post-graffitiism because, like I said, graffiti is always evolving. Yeah. So whether you either did graffiti and you're evolving it, 
you get me? Or you didn't. <laughs> and so how the fuck are you post graffitiism? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, it's better. Sorry, uh, angry artist ran over. Are there any artists, (laughs) especially from back in the day, that maybe you feel you've been either inspired or influenced or that you have looked up to in your career? Um, Influenced, I would say. Looked up to, uh, not so, like, that might be like the the writer in me that's on some prideful shit, and I'm like, ah, you ain't inspired. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of, like, like, artists and writers that that definitely have influenced me you know like as far as like street shit like like the graffiti shit you know um growing up a lot of like the the inkheads you know i like miami inkheads uh shout out inkheads yeah shout out to them uh the stv homies with like the street shit definitely um damn crew homies you know like they definitely like yeah, shout out to Freak. That's the homie, shout out man. Freak. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, fucking uh, a bunch of guys. Fucking yeah, Freak, definitely, you know. Uh, who else? Shit, I would say. There's a lot of a lot of guys, you know, that, that put in. And it's, it's dope, you know, because I, like, I remember growing up seeing these guys, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, being like, damn, dog, this is dope ball, whatever, you know? And, like, now, like, they, you know, I consider them homies and peers, and, like, it's a fucking beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, to to be able to, like, at one point when you're younger, you see this shit, and you're like, damn, you know, like, those are the homies doing it, and now you're, like, you're just doing it, like, you're hanging side by side, and it's like, nobody's gonna outshine or nothing, like, everybody's just, you know what I'm saying? It's dope. We all work and we all eat, right? Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing, too, is to to be able to, like, build, you know, like, to, to give, like... I've been blessed to be put in a position where, like, now I could, like, put, like, my homeboys in positions to to get it. You got what I'm saying? Of course. Um, And that's fucking dope, too, because, again, like, I've been inspired, motivated by a lot of fucking guys that mm-hmm. I feel are, like, overlooked because of fucking, because of bullshit, because they're not on TikTok dancing. You got what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So nice. to be able to put them, put them on is, is dope. And that's great because that goes against the stigma that a lot of people have about Miami and just having that, you know, crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah. You're stepping it up and you're also bringing people along with you. So that's definitely something to be happy about and to be proud of. And Thank we you. definitely admire and we appreciate. Thank Hell you. Yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. And you have, um, so, you know, we went over the angry artist. <laughs> so what, uh, guy's what, make, what makes, what, what makes artists happy? I don't know what makes artists happy. Like, because every artist is an individual, you know? So, like, what, what makes me happy might not make somebody else happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Artistically, what makes you happy? I, I wouldn't even, like, or it could be frustrating as fuck, man. <laughs> 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 um, now, what makes me happy, I, like, I, I just, you know, like, friends, family, you know, uh, like, I, uh, part of, like, my, like, you know how I was, I was talking about like I do the morning thoughts from a yeah. bathtub from time to time and <laughs> shit. Thought, the Reverend, <laughs> Reverend. Yeah. Um, I I commented on that like that. I enjoy painting. Like I don't I, like I don't love painting. I enjoy it. Like I have a good time. What makes me happy is uh, like finishing, like accomplishing a piece, like seeing that done. That brings fuck. That makes me really happy. That like that makes me feel good. But it's it's like a weird drug. You get me? Because like. 
that that shit like runs out quick. So you, rush, you, you, but then you're you, like, all right, I want you're more. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Where's it? Like, that wall looks hella sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's a short. It's a, and and the more you do, like mm-hmm. the shorter that like high gets. You get me? Got it. Yeah. So like, like I just fucking like we just finished that Dolphins wall. Like mm-hmm. you know, I I feel super accomplished with that huge building. Did it in a week. Like where's it at? Drops. It's Where, at the Margulies collection. It's like full circle, bro. Like that's the same. You know the same building that we had done that the a hole wall. Okay. So it's on the same spot. Um, but I felt super accomplished. Did that with Center Drops and fucking we felt great. We did it in a week. But three days in, I'm like, all right, what the fuck is next? next? You know? Yeah, like that's it. Like it's over. So it's good though, man. Stay hungry. Always, I mean, yeah. shit. I I I always quote Garcia when with, with shit like this, right? He says, he said this once, and it stuck with me. You're only as good as your last project. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And in this case, you only fulfilled. <laughs> As much as you were your last project, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's on to the next one. Yep. You know what I mean. So, being on to the next one, what's up next? I don't know, man. We got our Basil around the corner. Like you know, right. we got a couple of projects for Basil. Uh, I I I literally just found out. Like I got put on 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 a show with the uh, uh, Winwood Gallery, mm-hmm. um, which is dope. That's from like the through the Museum of Graffiti. Like I I literally I walked in here. I got a text message. I nice. go on my email and they're like, "Yo, we're part of the show." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, let's get it." Um, so I'm doing that. Um, I'm showing with Uva Gallery as well. Uh, okay, that's that's a pretty dope project I I got going with them. Um, I'm doing a couple of group shows uh for like charity. You know, so, um, damn, I, for, I suck with names, but I forgot the names of like one of them is at Grills. Okay, uh, it's a group show, and the, um, the profits from the sales of that are going to to a nonprofit to like for cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the other group show, it's with this, it's man, I can't believe I forgot her name. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's with, no, a, it's with okay. a designer that man. She does these like really dope shoes. I'll post it on Instagram. So okay. if I forget the name, you know what I'm saying? People will go on there and check it out. Um, I'm doing a collaboration with her and like some some heels, which like I'm stoked about that too. You're yeah. not wearing these heels, right? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, we, we just wear sneakers around here. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. And then you know, you mentioned your IG. Um, again, just for those that. You know, for everyone to just have it engraved in their heads, what's your IG so they can check out all your work? Dism305, D-I-S-E-M as in Miami, 305. All right. And do you have a website or anything like that? Or just strictly your Man, my IG? website got hacked, bro. Really? I, I don't know how the hell it got hacked, but it got hacked. So it should be back up soon. You know, okay. <laughs> Dism305.com. All right. Yeah. Word, word, word. Um, any shout outs? Uh, shout out to my family, to... All the homies, they know who they are, you know, everybody in Miami doing shit, and, and that pretty much it. Everybody who supports me, it's fucking greatly appreciated. Hell yeah. That's it. So, any shout-outs, Stray? No, just shout-out to everybody in Miami. Shout-out to Dism. Thank you for sharing your time and your story with us here at 305 Radio. That's what's up, man. And, yeah, everyone listening to this, yo, this has been a hell of a interview. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me, man. It's really appreciated, and thank you for like oh, yeah. creating a dope vibe. Because, like I said, bro, I'm mad uncomfortable around cameras <laughs> and like microphones. So I, I really appreciate you guys having me and like you know what I'm saying, like making it a comfortable, interesting. That's uh, dope, time. man. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. I, I've thank been you. you know following your work. I'm I'm a big fan of your work, so it's it's, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, 
our doors are open to you, man. So Thank if you. we come into into our Basel and you wanna you wanna get a round table, you wanna get a, a squad of people together, you wanna start do picking your thing, wall around here if you, you want. let us know. <laughs> we can do it. We're, we're here. We're here. We can set something up here at the station for you. You pick a wall. <laughs> I'm definitely for it. Yo, we oh, can yeah. do it. You yeah, guys, man. The only thing is we gotta we gotta like cover everything up because we'll over spray right. will go on everything. That's fine, I got bro. y'all. Yeah. I don't I don't know where these things came from. <laughs> it's okay. And, and that actually sounds really interesting. It would be cool to like yo during Basel we got a lot of like homies from from all over the place out here. It would be cool to have like a round table sitting, you know what I'm saying? Discussion for like everybody's perspective and and from different from the from a professional perspective to like the vandal perspective. You got what I'm saying? It would be a dope conversation with like a lot of the people that come out here because every city is professional vandals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I like that. I like that. We are professional vandals around here. Thank you very much. So, so you know, now that you say that, you know, I think we've mentioned this a few times in a few shows, Dre. Like bringing round tables. I think we got to do this for Basel. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, a lot more coming up. You let us up. know, man. You let <laughs> us know. <laughs> at, at Basel, we have the doors wide open. If we could set that up, bro, let's do it. Let's Thank do it. You. We I'm, can I'm set it up. Yeah. We can set it up. We'll get we'll get some people involved and call it a day, bro. Hell yeah. So, I guess we're done for this one, right? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> this one. Thank Great you, interview, brother. Yeah. Shit. It's fucking badass. Especially. Especially here in Miami, you're going to see Dissum's work all over the place, no matter what part of the city you're at. And more so, you're going to see a lot of the homies. You, um, you, you mentioned uh, Too Nice, uh, Too NYC, and Ulysses. So shout out to them with uh, yeah, hi- to History Makers, uh, yeah, Don't Blink Podcast. <laughs> everyone, everyone that's listening to this podcast. Quesopa, Panama, yeah. and everyone, everyone in uh, everyone that's listening 305 to and Worldwide. Yo, we got a uh, we got a few listeners in India, in uh, Switzerland, in Colombia. Um, shout out to y'all for listening. Find us on all streaming platforms. Follow us on IG at 305 Radio at 305 Magazine. You can follow my me at at Struck 305 Brownie. You can find me at 305 underscore Brownie. I'm here calling your Brownie. <laughs> and this one one more time for your for your IG at this one 305 thank you very much for listening peace